What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the hardworking happy hour. I'm Sean. And I'm Catherine. And as always, we'll be breaking down all things trades, entrepreneurship, and turning your creativity into a passion career. Happy Friday, Catherine. Happy Friday, Sean. And also, welcome back to the van. Yes, we're back at home in our van. We had two <laughs> long weeks in Orlando for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. They just so happened to be recorded on the same day. Yep. But it feels like we haven't been in the van doing the podcast in a while. It does. So it's nice to be back home. Yeah. It felt weird setting things up. I kept thinking I was forgetting something. I just haven't done this in a while. But yeah, we got there. Yep. We're back at home in the van in my driveway. Yep. I always say home is wherever I am in van. <laughs> that just rolls off the tongue. It, that was beautiful. Yeah, it, beautiful it was, sentiment. Yes, I'm very poetic. Um, <laughs> all right. So this week we're going to do a little bit more of a deep dive on social media. Um, mm. This is probably going to turn into somewhat of an ongoing series, I'd say, because yeah. there's so many topics. Uh, things and it's are constantly, changing. Yeah, it's constantly evolving. So it's exactly. You always got to up your up your game. You have to evolve with it. You have to evolve. Evolve or die. If you don't change, if you don't grow, you don't. What is it? If you don't grow, you don't you grow. You die. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's adapt or die. Adapt or die. Yeah, adaptation. That's like you know Charles Darwin. He was talking oh, about yeah. those turtles on that island or whatever. <laughs> But it it applies to social media as well. Yep. Adapt or die. Uh, just like those turtles. Yep. Just like those turtles. Exactly like those turtles. Anyway, um, just because social media is always evolving, um, there's so many different avenues to talk about it. The yep. first episode that we did was kind of a brief overview, and we got a ton of questions on it. We got a lot of requests to go deeper in some different directions. So that's what mm -hmm. we're going to do today. And we're going to kind of focus on more of the short format content, mostly Instagram and TikTok. Yeah. Is Specifically, it TikTok or TikTok? Ticky tacky. Ticky tacky. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we're going to focus on short form videos. It's very topical right now. People are wondering if they should make the switch to doing reels on Instagram as opposed to just feed posts. So... Yeah. We're going to talk about all the benefits of why everyone should be doing those things. Yes. Or maybe, and how to. Yeah, and how to. And they can make the decision if they should or not. Maybe they shouldn't. Maybe they should throw well, their yeah. phone away and live you know in the what? woods. And do just what you want, ultimately. the world. I don't know. But we're going to talk about That's why. What we're, we're going to talk about what we do. What we do. What we do, why we do it. Yeah, and how you can be like us <laughs> and do it as well. Yep. And what are we drinking this week? This week, we're kicking it old school with some Coronas. Corona beers. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, yeah, we got a little lazy. <laughs> we got a little lazy on the drinks and... I don't know. It felt like a beer day. I, it, it did. It just yeah. felt like a beer day to me. I think it was a combination of, eh, I don't feel like really mixing up some cocktails and also kind of like, you know what would be really good right now? A brewski. Yeah. You said so, beer and then I couldn't get it out of my brain, so... Yeah. Went so, Corona. Went Corona. So, uh, yeah, we're just having some beers, talking about the week, talking about social media, talking about the trades, all that good stuff. So uh, how do you want to yeah. kick it off? Because we got, we got calls, we got uh, yeah, people we put, texting in, we got a bunch of stuff. Yeah, we put this question out to the hotline and then also um, on Instagram. So we have both. So let's, I think we should start off with one of our Instagram questions, which is... 
before making a post or a reel, are you ever thinking about how to make it get more attention and likes? And also, it should be noted that there's like a character limit on those kind of questions. So I feel like there probably would have been probably more, would <laughs> more in depth. Right. But I think what they're trying to say is like when you're posting that kind of stuff, are you aiming your content to get like, are you trying to position yourself to get more attention and likes? Yes. And I think the answer is yes. Yes. Of course. Always. Um, not just for the vanity of the likes and the follows and that kind of stuff. I mean, we're talking about going down this road to build your business. So yeah. it's not just on your personal page and you know, you're doing it for your own vanity. You're doing it to build your business, whether that's getting local clients or it's you're building, you know, your online brand as a contractor or as a professional in the industry. Um, so yeah, I think you're always yeah. focusing on that, wouldn't you say? Yeah. And I think um it's good to kind of have that in mind. Like obviously stay true to what you want to post, but if it's a business page and then you're just posting a bunch of pictures of your dog, your dog I'm sure is absolutely lovely and wonderful, but that's not what people go to business pages for. They want to see your business. Um, so just keep your content in line with what you're trying to do. Yeah. And then you're going to naturally get those, that, that attention. So it's not, it's not like, you're not shooting you're for not the like, most likes. You're, you're shooting for the right likes. Yes, you're shooting for you're shooting for the right people to be looking at your things ultimately. Yeah. And then if you you should keep an eye on like what does well and what doesn't do well on your page and then kind of once you get in that groove of seeing those patterns, you kind of keep that in mind when you create the content or, you know, like oh, should I post this or should I post that or, you know, you get more of an idea once you see those patterns. So, if you're just starting out, Throw a bunch of stuff at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah, I think that that's a really good point that so much of it is, you know, not not being tied too much to, OK, I'm going to put so much effort into this one video. And if it doesn't do super well, I'm going to be discouraged in the beginning. Yeah. You really have to, like, just test out a lot of different types of content and you'll get an idea of what your audience wants to see. And a mm -hmm. lot of that process is. Obviously, the content creation, making, you know, the short videos, whatever they might be, posting them, interacting with people. But then I think one of the most important parts is really sitting back and taking time to, like, analyze which ones are working, which ones aren't. Yeah. And it's kind of like you don't analyze post by post. You have to analyze, like throw a bunch of stuff up there and then take a time period and look at what worked and what didn't. Cause yeah. you could, you could post something that was so good, but if you post it like at 6am because that's not the right time to post, it doesn't do well. Or like yeah. there's so many factors that go into it. You kind of have to take it as like a case study instead of posting one thing and being like, Oh, this isn't working for me. Yeah. Scrap exactly. that idea. Yeah. Cause that could end up being one of your most popular types of content. Yeah. Like we do these short time lapses all the time. Um, and most of the time they do really well. And we've kind of mm -hmm. keyed in on what exact composition of video, like before we post it, we have a pretty good idea. Is this going to do well or not? Um, I would say, I wouldn't, I don't even know, maybe 50% of the time we have a, we, we feel like we know whether it's going to do good or not. There's still yeah. always surprises, but every single time lapse like that isn't going to do really well. But for the most part, we know that people like watching those. It's going to get a lot of views. It's going to get more organic reach. So 
Mm-hmm. Like you said, you, you can't just analyze that one video. You can kind of group the different types of content you're doing into like different segments, time-lapse videos, um, like short installation things, maybe like, uh, you know, you have a miter that slides into another miter and it, and it's just like a really short, satisfying video kind of like separate all those different things and analyze them as a group and see what overall content people want to see. Yeah, exactly. And ultimately if your aim is to use your platforms to get more clients, if you have a client that like screenshots one of your posts and then says, I want you to do this to my yard or, you know, I want this, then that post worked. So maybe yeah. it didn't get any, any likes, but yeah. if it attracted the right kind of client, then, then yeah. that post was worth it. So you have to know what your goal is and, yeah. and pay attention to that because it could lead you in the wrong direction. Like things that are going to get you more likes might be likes from other contractors mm-hmm. when you really don't want to go down that road of content creation and, you know, all of that kind of stuff. You're really just focusing on local clients. So, you know, don't pay mm-hmm. attention to that. The, the one that gets the most likes might not really get you closer to your end goal and that just, it, it brought up something else, something that was really cool. We had a couple people DM us this week that said they had clients text them or email them pictures of our jobs. Mm-hmm. And that's so cool. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. That's crazy. That's pretty nice. It's amazing. The reach of the internet and YouTube. Yeah, it is pretty cool. It's awesome. It's anyway, feel, a feel good moment. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's definitely a feel good moment. So I appreciate everybody that. That sent those pictures in. That was it. Really made <laughs> yeah. me feel good. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I think you really need to focus on like what your goal is with it, and like like they're saying, are you are you thinking about the likes and and all that kind of engagement before you post? Absolutely, but it's a constant evolving thing for us. We're always analyzing what's working, especially since you came onto the team. We're both analyzing it a lot, looking yeah. at what's working and constantly trying new things. Like we kind of have a, I would say like a, a template that we work off of like for 75% of our stuff. And then the other 25% is like experimental. Yeah. So we're always trying to come up with different types of content that we haven't done before and just kind of toss them in. So they're always doing something kind of new and different and we see how those work. And sometimes mm-hmm. that might be, something that goes really well when we do more of it or it falls flat and it's like, okay, people don't want to see this type of content. So right. I think when it comes down to that, yeah, you're thinking about it before you post, but for the most part, you're going to get the most insight after you post and it's going to give you a little bit more to think about before you post the next time. Yeah, definitely. It's good insight. Yeah. Hopefully that answered (laughs) the question a little bit. Yeah. What, uh, yeah. What else? What's next? What else do we got? Do you want to um, hopper? Yeah, let's do a voicemail. Should we go to a voicemail? Why not? Do we? Have, what do we have? A hotline that people can call into? <laughs> we do have a hotline that people wow. can call into. Isn't that that's, pretty nifty? It that sounds really important and impressive. Yeah, and uh, people should call into it. Yeah, if you're we don't even answer. You don't have to talk to us. You just leave the voicemail. Just leave the voicemail. Yeah, it's <laughs> the, we're gonna give out the number here. It's three four seven nine four one. Three nine two three. Call into that hotline and we'll play your message on the show and we'll give you a shout out. Yep. It'll be awesome. Just do it. Pretty cool. It'll be so fun. It is fun. Okay. Who do we got? First up, we have 
a Mr. He didn't actually say his name in this voicemail that I'm about to play. But I know this number, and it's Scott Kelly. Oh, Scott Kelly. <laughs> hey, Sean. Hey, Catherine. Happy Friday. Hope you guys are having a great day. Keep up the great work with the podcast. Sean, I have a question for you. Um, different people, I think, have different objectives when it comes to social media. So... In your opinion, what would your advice be for someone who's looking to use social media to grow their client base um, slash generate leads versus somebody, say, who's well-established and wants to use social media to generate content as a revenue stream? Do you think there's a real difference, and if so, what's, what type of content is would you recommend for each approach and which platforms? Thanks, bud. Look forward to the answer. Thanks for the call there, Scott. Scott Kelly, Precision Construction. Go give him a follow. Love that guy. Did, I, did we talk about it on the <laughs> show the that he, uh, after seeing him in Phoenix, he... Uh, he sent us a handwritten card and a box of toffee. That's so kind. It really was. It was really nice. I can't remember so, if we talked about that on the podcast or not, but. Well, if we did, it's worth saying it's again. Worth so saying it. He's the godfather of steel. Yeah. He's worth the follow. He's a really interesting guy. Yeah, we love him. Go give him a follow. So um, we kind of touched on this a tiny bit, but, you know, whether, you know, obviously there's different goals with social media. Some people. Mm-hmm. Like us, we're, we're doing a little bit of a two-pronged attack where we are gaining clients through social media and it does a really good job of um, kind of selling ourselves before we ever meet them. But yeah. we're going down a, a road of content creation and trying to gain revenue off of that side of the business. Right. So he wants to know like what his goal, I guess, is to get more local clients and what type of content should you be focusing on for local clients. Yeah. What do you think? I th- I mean, to me, if you're if you're going in that direction of you, you want to generate leads, you it's all about the after pictures. Yeah. Clients don't really care about you build like they'll find interest in you building, and there's worth like that's worth posting a little bit of. But most of the time, they just want those like Pinterest end photos, like oh he did this to that yard. I want him to do this to my yard. So, Absolutely. I think it's all about those aftershots. Put so much effort into getting those crisp, clean, beautiful, finished shots. Definitely. I I totally agree. And the one piece of content that I always hear from clients that uh, that they love, that they watch, and that really drew them in is the full project time lapses. So mm-hmm. um, a lot of times, I mean, there are those, there's certain clients that want a little bit more technical stuff and they really, you know, kind of get into learning a little bit about the process and want to know that. But those are few and far between most people. They want to see the progress. They want to see how it all goes together, but they want to see it in like a really short format, you know, a quick time lapse of, wow, there was nothing there. And this is the whole process and boom, there's that finished shot. So Mm -hmm. I think anything that, that shows the process but in a really easily digestible way. Doesn't have to be super technical. 
I think you can toss some things in there like that that just show people that you are a professional, that you're like an authority in your field and that you seem knowledgeable. But I think for the most part, people want to see that before and after. And if you can throw in a time lapse, which kind of encompasses that whole thing, I think that is definitely the way to go. And it's pretty easy to make those videos. Absolutely. Oh, and I got to give my quintessential advice. Put your face on there. Put your face there. Yeah. If you're making a time lapse video, just put a cut out of your face in the bottom corner. That'll, I think that it's so important. Clients want to see your face and they want to yeah. they want to know who they're hiring. And like you're you're done that intro, introduction phase. If you if you're on your if you're present on your social media page, they already know what you look like. Yep. They already know what you sound like. They already know your attitude. They know your general being if you're on your if you're posting yourself. So And it, it should be noted too that like you don't have to have a ton of followers to have that effect on people. I was talking mm-hmm. to somebody recently and they said, you know, they did a couple YouTube videos and, you know, the videos don't have a ton of views or anything. They're just, you know, did a couple YouTube videos and they have clients when the, when he goes to the house say, hey, I, I, I watched your YouTube videos. I feel like I already know you <laughs> and doesn't have a bunch of followers yeah. or subscribers or anything. But it's amazing. You connect with somebody like that. You could have 500 followers or 100 followers you don't know like how far that connection goes with people. Yeah. And it's amazing. Cause I think some people get caught up in the, in the number of it and they think, Oh, well, I'm never going to have a hundred thousand followers or a million followers. So what's the point? Yeah. You don't need that many followers. You don't think about it. Like if a client is choosing between two companies and it's, they have similar aftershots where, you know, they're happy with both of the end results of these two companies this guy, they don't know what he looks like. Guy A, they don't know what he looks like, never posted himself. Or guy B, they know, they've know they seen his face. They think, oh, he's charismatic. He don't, they don't care how many followers he has. They're like, this is the guy that owns that business or woman who owns this business. I know this person already. I feel like I know them. I know their face. They're going to go with that person that they've seen yeah. rather than a faceless faceless feed of whatever. whatever. Yeah, They're going to hire that person. They already feel like they know that person. That's who they're going to go with. Definitely. And... Think about it like this. If you have, say, 500 followers on Instagram, say you only reach 20% of those people with most of your posts, so you're getting out to 100 people. If 100 people are seeing all of your posts, that's a lot of people. Yeah. And usually people with, like, you know, 500 followers or so, usually those people are starting with people within their local area, you know, you know, friends of friends and and that kind of stuff. So those are like the most powerful type of followers that you can have because they're actually going to be the people that could hire you. They're in your area and you never, it, it's just amazing how far it goes. Somebody's talking to somebody at a party or something and they're like, Oh, you know, I need uh, my roof done or I need, Oh, I follow this guy on Instagram. Um, he does really cool stuff. Check him out. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's amazing how far you can go with seemingly not a lot of followers like it's worth it even at a small scale. Yeah, absolutely. I um, That reminds me of, I, it was like a TikTok or something, but a guy was like, if I only get 30 likes on my post, I'm disappointed. But if I think about it, if there's 30 people in this room with me, I would be overwhelmed. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly. It's kind of like, there's, you know, it's, people are seeing what you're doing. So exactly. Yeah. It might not feel like a lot, but it actually, there's a big impact there. Yeah. Just imagine each like on your picture, a person 
knocking on your door and handing you a little heart shaped piece of paper. <laughs> it would be a lot of people that show it, up at yeah. your house and you'd be like, oh my God, it's scary. I'm famous. Yeah. Even if it's only 10 people, that would be a lot. That's 30 impressions. And then yeah, that person who likes your stuff, they have a whole network of people that they know who now would be like, oh, yeah, I saw this post I like. You should check that out. And it's it's also worth saying that it's a lot of this stuff, whether you think it's it's boring, like if you are a plumber or like an electrician and I hear people that do these other trades and they're like, yeah, well, we don't have these like awesome finished pictures. That could be something you show more of the process. And mm-hmm. a lot of those type of things, it's all about being top of mind. So, yeah, it's like nobody needs a plumber until they really need a plumber. And then it's like, <laughs> oh, uh, I I see these, you know, I saw these postings on uh, a local Facebook group or uh, on Instagram or whatever. However they find you, it's all about being top of mind to whoever your potential client is. So put yourself out there more and more and it's going to come back to you. Yeah. It will. Absolutely. I promise. That's like a quantity thing. You just got to stay top of mind. Stay top of mind. Yeah. Definitely. Be that plumber that everybody thinks of <laughs> when they're yeah. about to have a big party and their sewer line backs up and there's <laughs> sewage spewing through the house. You want to be the person that gets that call yep. right away. That would be a fun video. I don't want to be that person. <laughs> I, I don't, but we need those people. Oh, definitely. We do. A hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so Scott, hopefully, hopefully that gave you a little bit more insight. Um, I would love to see Scott get set up with a time-lapse camera. All you need is a GoPro. Set that up. Uh, he's doing some really cool projects. A lot of times he's working alone, which I yeah. think is just like, that would be such a cool process to watch him build these huge decks yeah all by himself i would love to see that i would love to see that as well so scott um get on that <laughs> get on it give me a call if you got any questions um yeah, yeah get on it okay what uh let's, what else do we have in the hopper so okay, i know we got a couple go to... thousand calls and we probably won't yeah. be able to get to all of them definitely but... not gonna be able to get to all of these questions but the next one is just a general one, but the pros and cons of TikTok. I know a lot of people yeah. are skeptical of TikTok because they think it's like a children's app, which definitely started that way, but it is not that way anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is a lot to say about TikTok. There's so much to say about TikTok, <laughs> so let's so, get into yeah. that. So let's... what? I don't know if you, we should start off with the pros or the cons. All right, how about I don't this? really know what the how cons... About this? You say a pro. I say a pro. You say a pro. No, I, then I'll say, you say a con. con. Okay. <laughs> and then you say a con. I'll say a pro, and we'll switch back and forth until we okay. run out of ideas. Okay. <laughs> that sounds fun. Okay. My pro is it's the easiest way to get the most views. It's the easiest way to go viral. Absolutely. Yeah, they're. Hundred um, percent. With this format that we've established, can I can I conversate with what yes, you said? Absolutely, okay. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Hundred percent. The way that that app is set up, it it seems like it doesn't matter whether you have five followers or five million followers. There's like the same, maybe not the same likelihood, but a really small account with a good video can go viral just as easily. Yeah, I see so many videos that pop up on my for you page, and then I go to the profile, and it's like this person has seven hundred followers. Yeah, they just like. 
And it's a really interesting video for whatever reason. It could be the dumbest thing in the world, but like it's a video that grabs your attention. So that always grabs my attention to think, okay, what is the origin of this video? Who's making it? Yeah. I'm very fascinated in that kind of stuff. So I'll always go to the profile, look at their other stuff. And a lot of times the other videos aren't even super related. So like the algorithm it is just set up to like really find good engaging content and it doesn't matter the size of the account yeah and it should be cool. it should be noted for people who may might not be on tiktok or don't know anything about it, it the way that the app is set up is that it is you are looking at people that you follow just as much if not more the people that you do not follow you have yeah. a following feed and you have a for you page where the app picks things that it thinks you want to see and it is like inside your brain it knows exactly it what does. you want to see and then you get completely sucked into it so yeah. Like the first, I had zero followers and the first TikTok video I posted on my personal account got like 50,000 views in a day. So it's like if you create a piece of content that it thinks people will want to see it, pushes it out. So yeah. it's easy to get started. It's easy to get views if you're, if you're posting good content, don't, you know, don't post something crappy and then think it's going to be, you know, the next viral sensation, but. But it could be. But it, it could be if it finds that niche. There's gotta, there's wacky stuff on there that like does go viral. Yeah, that I find myself watching, especially with the TikTok lives. So now <laughs> it seems like they're really pushing the TikTok yeah, lives. They are. So every time you open the app, it usually just like populates a live video that's going on right now. I've watched somebody play bingo for like I want to say close to twenty minutes, <laughs> and he was doing like five different bingos at the same time. It was like, that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know if he was in like a firehouse or something, you know, they have bingo night and it was so wacky. It was yeah. the wackiest thing. Um, I've seen so many, another person that like is a coin collector and they were looking for this certain type of quarter. So they had like probably a hundred rolls of quarters that they got, I guess from the bank and they're just breaking them open one by one, flipping through them, looking for this like certain type of valuable rare quarter. And I watched that, that for yeah, so that's long. Yeah, that's a good way to suck somebody in. That's like, you got to know. know if they find that quarter. Yeah, it was. So anyway, mm. yeah. TikTok's crazy like that. It's And it's should also be noted that it's it's the most viewed website. In the world. Is, in the world, like above Google. So yeah. it is truly getting that traffic. So it really is the easiest app right now to go viral on. It, it is. And yeah, Google was the most uh, visited website in the world for like i don't know 12 years like a really long time like google was the most visited web page for a really long time so it's a huge deal that they're not anymore now yeah. it's tiktok like that's yeah that's it's not like this switches all the time and like google was the most visited page for a really long time yeah so that is crazy that tiktok is now above them yeah so that is pretty wild all right what's your con my con is uh, the revenue sharing on it is really terrible right now. Yeah, that's true. So it's, the revenue sharing is new on that site, but we've had a lot of videos. I mean, not, not like a crazy amount, but we've had a pretty good amount of views or videos go viral-ish. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say if you add up like our top five videos, it's probably like 30 million views 
Yeah. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Like we've, we've had a lot of our one video has like 11 million views. I think another one's got almost 10 million views. So it's crazy. And right now for each like million views you get, if you're in the revenue sharing program, you get like $40, which is not a lot at all. If you're getting a million views on YouTube, you're getting like minimum, uh, like $2,000. So that's yeah. a really big con. I th- I think hopefully that will change and they'll do more things to like empower content creators so that you can make more revenue off of it. But right now, yeah. it's not set up super well. I hope that they do though because right now they're probably looking at it like we have all these creators on here doing stuff. Yeah. And we don't ha- really have to pay them, so Yeah. We need to Hopefully. We need to I think, unionize. I think that's the problem though. They like they created this fund or whatever and then all of the creators have to share this fund it's not really based on like yeah. youtube it's like you get this many views in this many cat in this category you get this much money tiktok yeah. is works backwards it's like we have 10 million dollars or whatever to share yeah. how does that trickle down to everybody yeah not it doesn't trickle it down doesn't very trickle well. down. <laughs> yeah, it's a, definitely a trickle yeah um yeah so that that would be one of my cons yeah that's a con Right. So now you do a con. No, I do a con, con and then you yeah. do a pro. Okay. My con is uh, if you are on TikTok and you do have successful videos, you're going to have to have a thick skin because people oh. are going to hate on you. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. Like, it's, it's great because you get viewed the most, but you also get the most hater comments just constantly. <laughs> it is it is an absolute brutal place to be yeah. online. Um, it's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. I'm lucky, I guess, that stuff doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. I mean, we just laugh about it a lot. <laughs> I mean, some of them are Some, some of them, them are, are so, so creative that I it's know. like, I'm not even mad. That's hilarious. I know. And then we'll engage <laughs> back with them and we'll be like, like somebody said something like really offensive the other day and they were like, how'd I do? And I was like... <laughs> Uh, I'll give you a 10 for effort and like yeah. a seven for comedic effect. Cause that was pretty good. So and yeah. then there are some people that like you can tell are just, just doing it for like, I guess more trolling. Yeah. Those ones are usually pretty funny. Yeah. Um, and I think in like an industry, like, like we're doing carpentry. So people of course have opinions that happens just in real life. People have opinions yeah. about carpentry. So People we're kind of like, up. yeah, we kind of set ourselves up to get those hater comments because everyone does things differently and it's like, yeah. it's just so many of those comments. So maybe in different, well, I feel like in any trade, really, people are going to do that. Yeah, for sure. If you're, you know, yeah, any sure. any industry. Yeah. So never mind, I take that back. You're going to get hated on. But just yep. have a thick skin about it. Yeah. And just like, look at it like it's engagement and, yeah. and look, look for the humor in it. People get so offended, like... These people are not really hating on you. They're hating on this version of you that exists on TikTok. Yeah. So like. Yeah. They know that that 20 second clip and that's it. And sometimes they're right. And it's hilarious. Sometimes they are right. It's really it. So that's almost like a pro and a con. Yeah. It is kind of like a pro and a con. I I love hater comments. I think the more creative hater comments there are. I'm like. It's really I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I love it too. Um. But man, there is so many haters. It's, <laughs> it's insane. All right. Yeah, a, and then when you get the ones that are just like, "You suck, bro," it's like, "Come on, dude." Yeah. Like, get a little more creative. Rest, <laughs> read the rest of the comments on here. Like, yeah. I don't even. I'm a. I'm 
more I'm not mad, I'm disappointed in you <laughs> that you, you lack creativity yeah. with this comment. Exactly. Um All right, yeah. what's your pro? My pro is uh that there are a huge amount of um, people in all age groups. So people think mm-hmm. that it's just kids on yeah. TikTok. I sort of thought that when I started. Um, I probably signed up for it, posted my first video, maybe that's probably like two years ago now. Um, but I didn't really take it serious till at least a year ago. Um, but I was so surprised and mostly due to the hater comments that like it's usually like old men that are like just so grumpy. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you even doing on here, Boomer? <laughs> Why are you even on this, this yeah. app? I thought it was just for kids and you're just like a <laughs> mean old man. But it opened my eyes to there are like everyone is on TikTok. It's the most yeah. visited site in the world I, right now. I, I think I don't know if it was the pandemic that did it or what, but like everyone at, there was a point where everyone got on TikTok and then it was like shameful. People would be like, are you on TikTok? And people would be like, well, I, I, people send me videos. So then I, I, I download it. I don't like yeah. But like, uh, but like really everyone is on it now. Yeah. So many people are on it. I think it's probably because the, that for you feed is so, so good. They really do hit you it's with so videos accurate. that you want to see. And. You know, I think people are just like, oh, yeah, check out this Tic Tac thing. <laughs> oh, this video's stupid. Next one. Six hours later, they're like, oh, my God, I can't get enough. I can't stop. Yeah. So it really, somebody called it, um, what, uh, what's that, what's the happy, happy chemical in your brain? Serotonin. It's yeah. a serotonin roulette. You just keep, like, yeah. you just keep yeah. up on that serotonin because it's just, Constantly showing you things you want to see. So that's my pro that the the audience the audience is there for every category. Um, I think our largest demographic is uh, like our age demographic is like thirty five to forty five. So yeah. that's like not only our perfect client uh, demographic. That's most of the people's age that we work for, but also. Most of the people that we target through our content are other contractors that are usually somewhere around that age. So it really is a a great uh, platform for us to reach the dem- demographic we're trying to reach. Yeah, definitely. Uh, am I pro or con right now? I forgot. I'm pro? Um, pro. Pro, yeah. Okay. This um, is fun. This I is like kind of fun. this format, yeah. <laughs> um, my pro would be, um, it's like, it's an app where things are constantly trending and changing and they have different sounds and different, um, I guess like the sounds people do different types of videos to different sounds and you link your video to the sound. And then that's just another way for people to find you. Yeah. So the accessibility with the for you page that your const- your stuff is constantly getting pushed out. But then if you link your stuff to these sounds, it's just another way to find people. And there's all these trends on there, which it started off as like a kid's lip syncing and dancing yeah. video or whatever. But there's now all these other kinds of trends. Like recently we did one where it was um, the like what are what's our uh, employees problems or whatever that uh, was yeah. trending for a while. And it just it's kind of an easy way to create content because you have these videos where you're like, oh, I'm seeing all these other people do it. I can do that. Yeah. And it took me like. I don't know, 10 minutes to record that and have it up. So it's just kind of another way to 
That's a good, yeah. Create that's a good content. Point. It kind of you can you can make your own stuff, of course, but then if you have this other stuff, it's just another easy way to come up with more content. Yeah, and you put your own spin on it. It's kind of yeah. like what do, what do they call those? Uh, you used to do them in school, like they would put a sentence on the board, and then you would have to uh, writing prompt. Yeah, it's kind of like a writing. It's a writing prompt. prompt. It's a video yeah. prompt. It's a video prompt. So yeah. yeah, that is, and that's something that we're gonna start probably doing a little bit more of because we did some, and and they're fun to make, and they're funny, and yeah. It kind of gives gives you the the template and the layout of the video, and it makes it super easy to record it. And you put your own little spin on it, and it's fun. Yeah. So that is that is pretty cool. I didn't really. Yeah. I'm learning. It's just so pe- much. yeah. People have a hard time coming up with content, and and they're like, oh, I'm just doing the same thing over and over again. But with these constant tra- changing trends, it's easy to yeah kind of put your own spin on something and then have it pushed out to all these people. So. Okay, um, my turn. Con. Con. Uh, let me think. Um, I don't know if we want to go down this route, but people think Ooh. it's like a spy type of thing. Isn't ev- everything is spying on you? Yeah. <laughs> um. Every app is spying on you. It's. It, yeah. It, it is what it is. What is this? Is there something different about TikTok that spies on you more or something? Uh, they, you know, because it's like um a Chinese based company that owns it or something. They think it's like a oh. way to, I don't know, like gain intelligence about <laughs> the United States. I don't know. If that's how they're getting their intelligence, then <laughs> they're we're throwing them off the scent because this is nothing important is on there. <laughs> so, um, true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, a lot of people were concerned about that at a certain point. I don't really buy into it because everything is like stealing your privacy. Everything. Like, everything everyone has this tiny mini computer in their pocket all all day yeah. long and it's tracking every single thing you do, everything you Google. Yeah. Not to scare people away from having a phone, but it is. It's yeah, tracking that's where you're gonna find us. <laughs> exactly. We're gonna find you. <laughs> yeah. But it's already tracking you. I don't. I'm it's probably listening to you. I'm just, wholly unconcerned. I'm not interesting enough. To if you're care. concerned at all about TikTok spying on you, then just get rid of your phone because yeah. everything else is spying on you too. So yep. Um, so I don't know if that's a con, but that's that's what I got for you. I don't know I if guess, there's any other cons. Yeah, I can't think. I, I now it's my con turn. I can't really think of any other cons. Um, a con is that you will spend six hours on it. Like <laughs> that's definitely a con. Yeah, it's so addicting. You do spend a lot of time on there. You do. You do. Um, I, actually, I will frame it as like you do spend a lot of time on there. Um, but to keep up with trends, you do actually end up spending a lot of time on it. Like yeah, if you're to, looking for new yeah, if you're trying stuff, to be yeah. active on it, you do have to spend a good bit of time. Not a, I don't want to say six hours, but like you do have to spend yeah a you chunk just have of time. To, you know. You have to be in touch with, with what videos hip. are popping up, yeah. yeah, and know like, oh, I've seen a couple people do this video with this sound. That's yeah. fun. Let's do that. Um, yeah, but all of this stuff takes time. It takes time to course, research yeah. it. It takes time to you have to watch what other people are doing to see what types of content are working. You have to make the content. You have to post it. You have to engage with people. You have to analyze that afterwards and see what worked and what didn't. So yeah. if you're looking to save time. Um, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Ask your uh, hip kids or nieces and nephews or boom, yeah, somebody young and hip to, yeah. <laughs> to tell you all the trends. So is it my turn for a pro? <laughs> yeah, this do you have another one? I don't know. This might be this can be the last one this if you have the, okay. if you have a pro. Let me think. Um, 
Yeah, I got one. Okay, go ahead. If you're already posting stuff to Instagram. Oh, yeah. It's... Oh, no, you know what? I'm going to. I was going to say, if you're already posting stuff to Instagram, you can post the same thing. Yeah. It takes five seconds to just. You can be <laughs> just on another platform yep. and, you know, reach a whole new audience. But um, that's kind of like a cop out pro. So I got another one mm-hmm. that I just okay. thought of. I think that the um, in app editor video editor on TikTok is much better than the one on Instagram for reels. So oh, yeah. if like a lot of times we're creating the content, uh, I'm doing it on my computer on Final Cut and then I'm exporting it to my phone already completed. But if you're editing it on your phone, I think TikTok is the better way to do that um, because the in-app editor, I think, is just pretty easy to use. It's easy to mess around, trim the clips set it up how you want, set it to music. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a yeah. big pro. Then you can edit it in TikTok and then upload it to Reels. Bing bong. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Yep. That was a good pro. That is a good, that's that a pro tip. That was a good tip. pro. Thanks. Yeah, I was pretty proud of myself for thinking of that one. Um, yeah. All right, I think we spend enough time on the pros and cons of TikTok. All right. Everybody, all right, make your own tacky. judgment. <laughs> yeah. It is really fun, though. I do like TikTok. All right, do you want to do... Um, Let's do another voicemail. It's it's just all this TikTok talk is making me think of Tic Tacs. Tic Tacs. I feel like Tic Tacs were so popular for a long time. When's the last time you've seen uh, anybody have Tic Tacs? I haven't seen a Tic Tac in right? many, many years. Did Tic Tac go under? <laughs> That's a great question. I don't know. I used to love the orange Tic Tacs. Yeah, They're the orange so Tic Tacs. That My grandmother used to always have the green kind, which they were good, but... Not really. It was though. like a the orange ones were like dessert Tic Tacs. Those yeah, were they like were candy. like Tic Tacs for kids. <laughs> yeah, and the <laughs> green ones were like Tic Tacs for old people. All right, I'm gonna go look for some. I know. I feel like this would be like their time to shine. With yeah, really, TikTok the marketing. Being, yeah, their marketing person needs to step up. This is the time for them. Yeah, it's now or never. Tic Tac co-branding. What is wrong with them? They yeah. could ugh. come on, Tic Tacs. Yeah, make a comeback. I'm kind of worried about Tic Tacs. Did they go under and no one even knows about it? <laughs> No one said anything. Well, on next week's episode, <laughs> what happened to Tic Tacs? <laughs> That's all I can think about yeah, now. Yeah, I know. The rest of the show is not going to even happen now. All I can think about is where where are Tic Tacs? Yeah. We did say we need to get into like top of mind industry news. Maybe this is, this is it. Yeah. Deep dive into Tic Tacs. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> sidebar on that. A voicemail. Do you have an opener for this? I do, yes. Okay. What's up, H3Pod? I'm so glad to be calling into you guys. I have a question, particularly for Catherine, but also Sean, okay. When it comes to voice and image and branding and communication on social, how important is it to embrace your authenticity or your unique style over adopting to the typical tradesman look and feel? Um, by the way, this is Kent from Swift Dustless Demo in Bend, Oregon, a relatively new startup. And so as someone who recently got into the trades from previously having a business in the food and bev startup e-com world and now jumping over into a demo trades startup, I'm often thinking about how uh, I'm a bit of a black sheep in the industry, but how that can be used as an advantage if done right but can also be isolating to your clients, customers, other businesses, if done poorly. 
I would love to hear your thoughts as I know Catherine is jumping over into the trades industry. Um, but also, I see Premier as pretty bleeding edge as as how you all use social media as a tool in the trade. So please, I would love to uh, just hear a discussion on that and how how you approach that. Um, anyway, love the show. Thank you guys so much. Keep it up. Well, thank okay. you for that call, Kent. <laughs> uh, I got a couple things right off the rip. Love his enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah. And the voice sounds like he's destined for great things on social media. Yeah. I would hire Seriously. him. Seriously. That was a good charisma. voice. You should. He's the guy who needs his voice and face All right over up there. the place. Yeah. Yep. He needs to be up front. Love how he said Triple H. Yeah. H3, H3 podcast. H3 yeah. I like that. And I was like, what? H3? It's hard work. <laughs> and I realized my own podcast, hard working is one word. So it is just HHH. Mm-hmm. God, that's so smart. Yeah. And I love that at the end. Keep it up. Yeah. I like that he has a demo company because that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. I've got a new affinity for sledgehammering things and I'm. Yeah. <laughs> I really like that part of things. I would say probably the biggest um, challenge for a demo company is making sure people know that it's not just a company that lets you try stuff out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's demolition. Demolition, not demonstration. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that in mind with your branding. Anyway, this question was more for you, so I'll let you run with this. Yeah, okay. So the question was how to like find your own voice and should you be authentic? Should you be you? authentically you? And I do get that because there's a lot of in the trades, there is a lot of I don't want to say the same, but it's like it's kind of there's a mold there. There's a mold there for sure. Yeah. Um, but I think using your whatever makes you unique is what's going to set you apart. So absolutely go with that. Don't I would say don't post only that. Keep in mind what your people keep in mind what audience you want to see your stuff and then think of what they would want to see. So keep it in that kind of realm. But take that thing that makes you you. And he seems to have an amazing enthusiasm so yeah i love it seems (laughs) extremely charismatic yeah so put that in front of people show people why you're different show people why you're excited about what you're doing or what makes you cool and and interesting yeah that's only going to benefit you be that guy that sets himself apart yeah 100 percent for sure i always felt like starting out that um i think i always did have a bit of a a unique perspective, but I think especially in the beginning, I was trying to kind of fit the mold a little bit more of, you know, um, somebody that kind of has it all together that really knows what he's doing. Um, and then as I started to know what I was doing even more, I became more comfortable with just being myself. And, um, and I think that's really when things took off a lot more because it's so much more relatable. It is, 100%. And if you're not coming off as authentic, people know that. Yeah. If you're coming off as yourself, they're going to be like, wow. Yeah. This guy's just like us. Or he's, you know. Yeah. I'm interested in what this guy has to say because he's genuinely saying what he has to say. And maybe people won't like your authentic self, but at least you'll know that you were your authentic self. (laughs) (laughs) Then that's their problem. That's their problem. And don't let the haters get to you. But um, yeah, I think 
always you have to, especially now with everybody's on social media, everybody's doing it. So many people are trying to fit that quote unquote mold of tradesmen or tradeswoman um, on Instagram or TikTok or whatever. You have to be yourself. Like that's the only thing that's going to set you apart. You can try to be just like somebody else, but you're not going to be as good at being them as they are. So you're not really going to gain any traction. The only the only thing you got is being yourself. That's Absolutely. how I always looked at it. Yeah. The one thing I will say though, it not that anyone should fit into a mold, but um, keep in mind who you want to see your content. So if you are the per like like he said, he owns a demo company, but he's coming from a I think he said like a food and beverage background. So I'm not sure what that what that means for him specifically. But let's say he came from being a chef and now he does demo. If you cater your Instagram to be both of those things, that might dissuade some people from following you because some people are going to be interested in the food part of it and some people are going to be interested in the demo part of it. So in that realm, maybe that would be worth having two separate accounts or something. Or you have to make that your thing where you're like the... You have to find that middle road for yourself. But just keep in mind that if it's two completely separate things, that might dissuade people. Yeah. Yeah, like... But for the most part... Be, if you can find a way to marry those things to those two things <laughs> I together, that sounds really interesting. Like, all right, we're going to take all this drywall dust and we're going to make a drywall gazpacho, <laughs> a gypsum gazpacho. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, if you can yeah, fi- figure not, out a way to do it, that. I just think yeah. usually people, if you're like, if you are a business account, people are going to follow you for that thing that you do. If you start posting other stuff, people are like, hmm. I followed him for the demo. I don't really want to see his cooking videos. Yeah. That's where you lose people. So just keep that in mind. If you can figure out a way to, make, a way to make it work for yourself, then yeah. And I think more just, power to you, but sometimes that can dissuade people. Just coming with a, you know, even if you don't touch on any of the stuff that, you know, he used to do or anything like that, but just coming at this new venture and this new type of content with an outside perspective can really be helpful. You know, you're not like married to these ideas of how you're supposed to grow the company or how you're supposed to make the content. I think always having that outside perspective is going to be beneficial. And I'm on it. Like something that just popped into my head is like, that could be like the new, like there's ASMR, like Mm -hmm. demo videos could be like the (gasps) new type of online therapy. Like you just go. That's so true. I know. We should start a demo company. <laughs> like just a video of someone going absolutely nuts on a wall. Yeah. For that like actually sounds seconds. amazing. And then like people are really stressed out and they watch that and they're like, ah, oh, I just feel like I swung a sledgehammer for 30 seconds. Yeah. Or even just like a time lapse of like a room being demoed. That would also be satisfying. Just yeah. like. People love watching things get destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. You got something here. I think you definitely think got something here. Between and your enthusiasm want... and your and the content we just curated for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, think... I can't wait to follow this account. Yeah. And they're Swift. They're Swift. Swift Dustless. Do you think his last name is Swift or they're just saying that they are Swift? Uh, his last name's definitely not Swift because he said it on the call. His name's Ben Dorgan. No, he's from Bend, Oregon. <laughs> he's from Bend, Oregon, not Ben Dorgan. Um, his name was Kent. 
I don't think it was Kent. Well, I don't know if he gave the last name, but I would say it's because they're they're because they're so swift. They're swift, and it's I, I'm I'm gonna follow just so I know what does that mean dustless yeah. demo. How is that possible? I don't know. Everyone, yeah. go go give him a follow. Yeah. See what it's all about, and hopefully he puts in some demo therapy videos. When you're real angry, go to his page and just watch something get destroyed. <sighs> that really so, does sound amazing. That's pretty cool. I know. I think that could be like a serious new trend. Yeah. Like, I love watching chiropractic videos. Oh, I for the cracks. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I do like that, too. I'm a crack addict. No, I actually went to a chiropractor thinking that they are going to do that. It's not like that at all. They yeah, did like one to- little neck adjustment, and then they're like, okay. Come back in a couple days and we'll do it again. And I'm like, I wanted you to like I want to crack like me like a light, apart. like a light stick. What are those yeah. things called? I wanted to glow be like stick. that. Glow stick. Yeah. There's a, there's a guy that. from Texas. Um, He might not be licensed. I don't know. He, <laughs> he, he, as you lay down, he like straps you down and then he wraps a towel around your neck and he stand or like under your chin. He's behind you while you're laying down and he just absolutely like rips your head off basically <laughs> and your whole spine like pops and it is like <laughs> it's awesome that sounds brutal it's honestly that's probably not good for your body but like <laughs> it, like the people just look so relieved i love those videos yeah i do like those that sounds kind of brutal i don't know if i'd like that specific one but i do like watching them and i was disappointed that that's not what actually happens in real life yeah i've, I've but, went to a chiropractor they 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 rip you up pretty good they oh, did? Yeah. Oh, they cracked me up pretty good. Oh, yeah. All right. I'll oh, have to yeah. get that person's number. This was like, this was like, a, he's like, this is going to take weeks and you do it very gradually. That's probably the safe way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want don't the want safe way. Yeah. <laughs> I want the quick way. I want the quick way. Quick and satisfying. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, wow, so, we went on a- That was a tangent. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I said I wasn't going to do any rambling this episode, <laughs> but- I was just rambling. We're getting a little rambling. We're... I was rambling like a little tumbleweed blowing in the wind. You're not going to get to all of our questions, that's for sure. That's all right. Okay. We got to well, have an episode next week. Yeah, so. it's true. Hey, whatever. <laughs> what do we got? All what right. else we got? Next. Let's see. Oh, this is a good one. Um, what are some things to keep in mind when creating your content? What are some that's... things to keep in mind? Um you know, who you're aiming your content for. I feel like yeah. it's a lot of stuff that we kind of went we over. Got, we already went over a lot of this, um, but. What are some things to keep in mind? I would say, I mean, it's mostly stuff that we went over already. Who, yeah. who you're trying who's to. Your, who, like, yeah. Who's your The audience? thing I always say is create your ideal person who's going to be watching your content in your brain, whether it's like a client. Think they of it as an like, avatar. Think of your avatar. I read and, it in a book recently. Yep. create your content towards that person and if you can create if you relate to that person then think of stuff that you want to watch think of the things that you paused take the time to watch what kind of content that is and the best way to effectively do that and keep in mind that like you have to make your content quality it has to be it has to look good and has to be filmed well or the pictures have to be nice yeah no, I'm not saying they need, they need to be, like, cinematography good, but they have to be engaging enough. If you're posting, like, really dark, granulated videos, no one's going to watch that. So you yeah. have to keep in mind the quality of the thing that you're about to post. Definitely. And I think the 
the bar has been raised so much because so many people are on Instagram, TikTok, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Um, but you can really get extremely professional looking or at least quality wise uh, video and audio through like a new iPhone yeah. or a new Samsung Galaxy, like whatever. They have super powerful cameras and like you can make really good content, but you need to really just, it comes back to like analyzing what what works for you and mm-hmm. also analyzing what what other videos in your niche, whether, you know, it's a certain trade or it's just building in general, what type of videos keep popping up on your feed and which ones do you like watching? Yep. Break those down and don't try to, you know, recreate those, but kind of use that as somewhat of a template as far as how it was shot. Yeah. What is the the structure of the video? Because you'll notice a lot of viral type videos they have a very similar structure. So if you can get to like, if you can start analyzing other videos to the point where you can kind of see a format of why this has gone viral, you can recreate that with your own content. So Mm -hmm. you're not stealing an idea or trying to, um, you know, imitate another video that you saw. You're just looking at that format that's working. You're putting your own spin on it, telling your own story. And, if it fits into that format and it's engaging, a lot of times it's going to work and you'll see a lot of traction on it. Mm-hmm. That actually goes really well into the next question, which is what type of equipment do you need to create good content? Um, I would say you need like a minimum, like a $10,000 camera and... And several thousand dollars worth of audio equipment. Yeah. Definitely. At least minimal, like if you're really trying to bare bones it, I'd say a six-person crew. <laughs> Definitely have to have a catered lunch. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Has what to are be. They, they that call has a food name. services. Do they? Mm, no, it hasn't. No. Uh, I've never been on a real movie set or anything. It. Have you? Uh, yeah. Craft services. Craft services. That's yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, we need craft services. We totally do, yeah. <laughs> um, no. No. Uh, I, yeah, I just I just got into it. Yeah, you I know, think there's a lot that can be done with an iPhone. You just have to, the most important thing is you have to keep lighting in mind. Lighting changes everything. You can record with a Motorola razor, and as long as the lighting is good, that's an exaggeration. But that's such an exaggeration. <laughs> keep the lighting so good. Low, so <laughs> keep lighting in mind, and it makes a huge difference. And you can get yeah. good quality content with an iPhone and GoPros. Yeah. GoPros are relatively cheap. They take good quality video and they're great for time lapses. Yeah. I think, I think something like a, like an iPhone, um, they're really good at adjusting to the natural light. Sorry. You're slamming your, (laughs) that was my beer against my mic stand. So sorry. That probably (laughs) scared some, some folks. (laughs) Yeah. It's time for everybody to wake up and listen to what we're saying. Um, it really threw me for a loop there. Um, <laughs> yeah, the new the new iPhones and all that kind of stuff. If you're shooting like a um, a video, like an on site style video, that's going to be like quick. They do really good at adjusting to the light that is there. Yeah, I would say where it really comes into play is anytime you're taking finished pictures, and 
for the longest time, I just used my phone to take finished pictures, but it's Mm -hmm. all about lighting with pictures. Yep. 100%. You got to get that golden hour, which is just before sunset. Yep. Just as the sun's setting. And you you don't get weird shadows. Yeah. Like, don't, don't just, people are so lazy with the finished pictures. Yeah. That's true. And also, like, stage your photos. Yeah. Like you always say, get the hose out of it. What's with the hose, everybody? (laughs) I know everybody's going to listen to this and say, man, I do see so many, so many times there's a hose in a picture of a patio. Yeah. Why? Roll it up. And another thing, whatever you're doing, if it's, especially if it's an outdoor project, um, a lot of people, you either have to have the whole project wet evenly or it has to be completely dry. I see a lot of people mm-hmm. take pictures of outside projects and half of the area is kind of wet and half of it's dry and it just looks terrible. It yeah. has to be all the same. So either hose it all down so it's all wet and take a picture or wait for it to completely dry, but get that perfect lighting. Yeah. Uh, you could have a $6 million camera, but if you take it at 2 p.m. in the middle of the day when there's crazy harsh shadows... It's not going to be good as a iPhone picture that's taken at the perfect time with the right lighting and the right composition and the area is cleaned up. So, yeah. And if you are at a loss and you're like, I have no idea about any of this stuff, go on YouTube. There are millions probably of like instructional videos on this kind of stuff. So it's a great place to start if you just want to learn just how to have good composition in your photos. Yeah, that is so true. There's so many resources that are out there. Uh, obviously YouTube and all that kind of stuff that you can just learn a couple skills, take your photos to the next level, um, learn a couple editing tricks with um, even there's so many apps that you can edit videos to make little engaging clips. So yeah, that's true. Um, it's all about, and like we said, TikTok, TikTok, yeah. so easy to edit in there. If you just take it on your phone, yep. edit in TikTok, boom, boom, done. 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 Then speaking of done, I think we're at our happy hour. <laughs> we are at our happy hour. I don't know if we if we really got to the bottom of everything on social media <laughs> like we were planning. I thought we would have Instagram and TikTok completely solved by now. Yeah. And we would unlock all the secrets, but we did miss it. It'll probably take one more episode to unlock every last little secret. Yeah. And give you the game plan. So yeah. stay tuned. Yeah. Well stay tuned. That'll be it for this week. Uh, I think the social media episodes will be an ongoing series because there's just so much to talk about. Yeah. Uh, And every time we talk about social media, we get more questions about different stuff. So um, let us know what you want to hear. Give us ideas for shows. But uh, till next time, it's been the hardworking happy hour. See you next week.